Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Tuesday, and it is a, well, a little bit warmer Tuesday. It's going to be a blustery Tuesday, and then the bottom's going to start falling out. Is Weather-wise around the state, I even saw the possibility coming up of snow, which just made me cringe. But uh, I saw the possibility of some snow coming up uh, this weekend uh, up in the northern uh, counties, uh, up above, like, Tomahawk and Wausau and through the upper areas, and oh. Not looking forward to that, but uh, we have football coming back this weekend as the Green Bay Packers are going to be at Tampa Bay taking on the Buccaneers, and they had football again last night. I'll tell you this, for those that uh, said Drew Brees could not throw downfield and not go long, did you watch last night? Boy, he did. Uh, when he needed it, he came up big a couple of times. Now, it wasn't a perfect game, and it certainly wasn't a pretty game, but to watch New Orleans come back uh, on, San, or on uh, I shouldn't say San Diego, the, uh, the L.A. Chargers, holy moly. What a game it was last night. Good news out of the NFL as well. You got another one coming up tonight for sure because the Bills and the Titans, nobody's tested positive. I have another uh, Tuesday night football now in the NFL, so uh, that's good. Meanwhile, the TV ratings for the NFL are down uh, in certain areas. Uh, not terrible. Some, they're down. Uh, other, so uh, the uh, overall viewing uh for the NFL, still far, far, far better than damn near anything else that's out there. Uh, blowing, absolutely blowing the doors off the NBA Finals. I mean, you just look at the the game between uh, the Giants and Dallas uh, over the weekend. That drew 22.87 million viewers. 22.87. I mean, the NBA Finals were drawing five, three, four, and five. I mean, it just uh, the NFL still remains – the king. I mean, the worst rated game over the weekend was Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. And that was a 27% drop of a rating of 6.8, but still 12.49 million viewers watched that game coming out of the uh, sports media watch. So uh, the ratings, uh, well, for the NFL, they're not great. 
uh, the where they'd like them to be, but nevertheless, they're uh, they're far better than everything else going on out there. Glad to have you. Glad to have you today. Uh, this is a, this is a fun day today because we're going to take a look at many different things. One of them being the wook, uh, the wookie, the rookie wide receiver class, and you know now you you look back hindsight being what it is. Hindsight being what it is, do you think to yourself, Ugh, maybe, yeah, I, 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 I should have been a little more boisterous or upset and or disappointed if the Green Bay Packers did or did not go after a wide receiver because some of the wide receivers are actually playing extremely well. I mean, like Henry, Henry Ruggs, uh, he is playing well for the Raiders, obviously. Uh, but you, you look at uh, Jerry Judy playing out in Denver, and he doesn't have – great numbers when it comes to uh, pass catching uh but you got to also remember who's throwing the ball to him but you look at some of these guys and uh i mean granted the tops of the leaderboard when you talk about the total number of receptions uh deandre hopkins blows everybody away him and amari cooper uh there's alvin kamara obviously coming out of the backfield but when you look at at, at the usage of some of these young guys and what they've been able to um, like cd lamb CeeDee Lamb has had gotten off to a big year uh, playing in Dallas, and that's because Dak Prescott, obviously, they played from behind, so they needed to get him involved right away. CeeDee Lamb with uh, two, 29 catches already. Now, don't get me wrong, he went high in the draft, but uh, nevertheless, CeeDee Lamb's having a really solid season so far. Uh, you keep moving down the list, and you go through uh, um, you go through the list of rookies. And Chenault Jr. out of Jacksonville uh, – he uh, he's got 23 catches, 270 yards. He's got he's got uh, a touchdown on the season, but he's got four catches over 20 yards downfield already. He's having a solid season as well. So you start to look at some of these guys, some of these younger guys that have come into the into the league, and they're making an impact. And the question then becomes: Do you believe that uh, the Packers should have now that you've gone back and looked at some of the first quarter results of some of these players and or first five games? Do you think the Packers should have gone after in the direction of a uh, a wide receiver? 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in? Uh, go ahead and give us a shout again, 855-830-8648. That's one of the phone numbers to get a hold of us. Uh, that is on the Milwaukee Admirals, hashtag Admirals. Uh, Admiral's 50 Talk Line. Also, you can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Radio Joe, who is producing the show today, at Radio Joe Sports on Twitter. Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass, at Evan Heff 25. Find us over on the Facebook uh, fan page, facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, and you can do a lot of interactive stuff there and chime in. Uh, look for the blue check mark. Also, email us uh, the old-fashioned way, Bill Michaels at Bill Michaels Sports. Dot com. Thanks to Ray and Donnie. Donnie is listening to us in San Diego, California today. He said, uh, looking forward to the Packers talk today. Been a longtime Packers fan, moved out here. Works for an IT company that uh, serves food across the country. So uh, that uh, I guess they do Internet orders or something. But thanks for taking a listen to us on the Radio.com app, as always. Last night, though, uh I while like I said, I, I I watched that game and I thought, boy, Drew Brees looked old, and then he just started to th- make some big throws. So, I, what did you take away from that game last night, Joe? Let me ask you because you you watched it as well, and I'm sitting there watching this game last evening, and I'm looking at Drew Brees, and I, in the first half of that game, I'm like, this guy 
boy, I don't know. He At the end of the year, they may just want him to retire. And then he started making big throws late in the ball game. So did you look at Drew Brees as suddenly revitalized, or did you just look at him as just an old, aging quarterback who had a couple of lucky throws late? Uh, he's getting old. Um, and I think there's going to be a point, maybe a tipping point, where if Drew Brees is starting to cost the Saints football team wins, uh, they might have to go to Jameis Winston. And, you know, you can say what you want about Jameis Winston – I mean, he's an interception machine, but he can still make big plays too. Like, it's boomer bust with Jameis Winston, but you might get more production out of him than, say, a Drew Brees that can only throw the football so far. And last night, yeah, he had that big-time pass to Jared Cook. But beyond that, a lot of his progressions, a lot of his reads, some of the throws he's trying to put in tight windows, you know, I mean, that, that Chargers defense was given the Saints everything underneath. And there were, there were receivers open underneath, and yet Drew Brees is trying to fit it in windows upfield that aren't really working for him. So I, I, just, I just think right now this, this is the beginning of the end for Drew Brees, I think. I think every now and again you're going to see a flash of greatness from him, but last night to me seemed pretty evident. And perfectly, to be perfectly frank, I think the Chargers should have won that game last night. Uh, I thought the Chargers should have won that. I can't believe they gave it up, uh, to be honest with you. I, I really thought the Chargers were going to walk away with a win. I, I have no idea when I started watching that. Now, uh, I will say this. My heart went, oh, boy, Jared Cook would look great in the Green Bay Packers uniform. How did they let him get away? Holy mackerel. Uh, but that being said, I was kind of like, you're right. They were giving everything underneath, daring him almost at times to throw. He made some throws. His guys went up and got balls. But early, I agree with you, early on in that ball game. Drew Brees just looked – He, I, I don't know how to put it. He just looked like he was – everybody else was moving really fast and he was just a step slow. And they always say – quarterbacks will always tell you, if you ever lose your legs and you look a step slow, it's time to go. So at the end of this year, it may be Drew Brees' time to go. And he has not been a quarterback that's been tremendously beat up throughout his career. So that's, that, that's, the, that's the thing about Drew Brees. Usually when you lose your legs – that's that's when you have issues, uh, but he's not been a guy that's been all beat up. It's not like he's had a lot of knee injuries or anything. Maybe it's just time. Maybe it's just uh, over a period of time he's starting to lose it. So anyway, uh, we'll talk more about that coming up. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. Uh, also going to talk about these wide receivers, this young wide receiver group. When you start to go through this list, and I re- there were some guys in here like T. Higgins. I really liked him. Uh, he ended up going to the Bengals. Uh, the, uh, the the kid, uh, Chenault, I really liked him. Uh, Ayuk, uh, who went to San Francisco, liked him as well. Justin Jefferson obviously goes to Minnesota. He's having a bit of an impact there. But when you look at this class, there's some guys that you you really you thought you coveted. Now, me, I really liked Patrick Queen. So I was hoping they would pick Patrick Queen up in the first round and then pick up a wide receiver in the second round. But we all know that didn't happen. So when you start to look back at the draft, there are there areas that you're starting to re- regret going, you know what, this is uh, this is where this was either made or broke. And, and here's the next question. Do you feel the Packers need still another wide receiver? That's the other question. If you, if you really like one of these players, that's great, but do you feel the Packers also need another wide receiver? Getting into that discussion as well. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. If you want to chime in, also some big additions to the Green Bay Packers. Yesterday, some news out of Green Bay that made us all go, yeah, nice. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 
Welcome back to Bill Michael's show. We are on the air. We are glad you are with us on this Tuesday. Good day today. Good day today. Certainly appreciate you hanging out. Um, some good news. Some good news coming out of the uh, the Packers uh, practice yesterday. In case you didn't know, you had a couple of guys returning to practice as the Packers continue to try to get healthy and stay healthy. Kamal Martin and Equinemia St. Brown back on the practice field. And if those guys are, excuse me, if those guys are able to come back, that's that's big for this team. Kamal Martin was really, really, really looking good before he ended up going down with injury. And we know Equinemia St. Brown, they really were kind of depending on him to have, I don't want to say a breakout year, but a year in which he was going to be uh, another supplemental piece. And uh, yeah, and I really thought, I've said it from the very beginning, the first time I saw this guy running routes in training camp was I, I thought he could be kind of Donald Driver-esque. He was going to be a reception guy that could go across the middle. He was going to be a guy that was going to move the sticks for you. He was going to be a guy that was just going to kind of find his way open with that long wingspan and big hands to where you were just going to be able to get him the ball. He was he was going to be maybe, I don't want to call him the safety valve, but that type of pass. You know, and uh, if he, you get him back and he just becomes just another weapon to move the sticks and, and play the ball control game regarding the Green Bay Packers' new offense, new look offense, new style of offense, the way it just has a flow and a rhythm to it, that could be a huge addition. Uh, coming up here after the bottom of the hour, R.J. Choppy, morning show co-host on 105.3 FM, The Fan, down in Dallas. We're going to talk with him uh, about the Dallas Cowboys, back uh, about Dak Prescott, and what this means moving forward. Uh, I'll say this, and I, I know we're going to talk a little bit about Dak's contract situation. You know, I, look, any guy that bets on himself, you know what you're betting. You're betting on your ability. You have confidence in it, and that's great. That's great. But you always ask yourself, what is the risk? What is the reward? And if you're arguing over $3 million a year, $5 million a year, and you're talking about $120 million to $160 million to $110 million to, you know, what is the risk-reward? And Dak Prescott wanted to be the highest-paid guy. He turned down a lot of money. That would have made him the second-highest-paid quarterback in the league. And he is not the best quarterback in the league. Now, he may feel like he is, and his agent may have felt like he was, but he's not. And when you can't win consistently in the postseason, you haven't been to an NFC Championship game, you haven't been to a Super Bowl, but yet you feel like you're the best in the league, that's fine. If you want to throw your statistics and your ability up there with everybody else, that's having a lot of confidence in yourself. But in the reality, you were asking for more than probably what you were worth. And you're only – again, the, the Cowboys didn't feel you were worth that, or they would have paid you that. But they didn't want to do it. And the fact that you have to put a team around you – after the fact, they wanted to sign some other pieces to keep them there as well. It can't just be a quarterback and nobody else. So he wanted all the money. And it is a truly unfortunate situation to go down and snap an ankle like that. But that's the game. You know, it's ugly. It's gruesome. You feel for him. 
You feel hurt for him just because of a, being a player, the pain, the career. You feel for that. But I don't feel bad because he's sitting there without a contract. He's still going to make $31 million. He's guaranteed himself next year, if they franchise him again, $37 million. But he turned down over $110 million. I, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't sit here and go, oh, I just, I, I can't. Not, not contractually, not business-wise. I can feel for the human being, absolutely. But when it comes to the business, and people are going, oh, that's a shame. He lost all that money. No. He turned it down. He didn't lose anything. He turned it down. They offered it. Here it is. It's on the table. Do you want this? No. Okay, that's not their fault. So, Dak Prescott, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about the, the Dallas Cowboys, that situation down there with R.J. Choppy, morning show co-host of 105.3 FM, the fan down in Dallas. We'll get some of their thoughts as to what's going on down there. Um, let me. So, I want to go back to the question. Do you feel that the Green Bay Packers still, even where this team is right here right now, still could have used – Still could have used um, another wide receiver. Or do you feel like right now where it is that, nah, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, 855-830-8648. Uh, Anthony says, hey, Bill, would you uh, trade for A.J. Green if the pack, if uh, you're the Packers? He wants out. A.J. Green. I. You know what? depends what you got to give up because A.J. Green is not A.J. Green. He's not the guy that's leaping, somersaulting into the end zone and sticking a landing anymore. It, the injuries have caught up with him. Have you seen him play lately? He wants out of Cincinnati, and maybe, just maybe, a different, you know, greener pasture, if you will, will – will inspire him, and he starts to play a little bit better and starts to live up to more of the uh, the athletic expectation. But the injuries have taken their toll. And this guy cannot stay healthy. He hasn't throughout his entire career. He's had a ton of opportunity, and he is a tremendous – he was a tremendous player. I just don't think he's the same guy. So for what Cincinnati probably wants for him, no. I'd have to answer that question with a no. Um, but if he, you know, if he comes at a minimal cost, I just – it looks to me like Joe Burrow just doesn't want to go to the guy. It's not only where Joe Burrow is, you know, trying to just be – Joe Burrow is doing what he did at LSU. He is creating with his legs. He's a very smart quarterback, short intermediate passes, not putting the ball in a lot of danger. And A.J. Green is your downfield leaping up to the apex guy. That's Joe Burrow has not – garnered that trust with him yet so it looks like you know what AJ Green looks like AJ Green looks like what Julio Jones looked like in that game the other day when Atlanta was just it would get was getting beat again and Julio Jones just looked like mentally he just checked out he just didn't want to go back in and play that's what AJ Green looks like right now in watching a couple of their a uh, couple of their games AJ Green just looks like that he looks like he's just mentally checked out it's I think Zach Taylor um I, they will not fire him because they owe him money and the Brown family does not fire people when they owe them money. It just it, they just don't do it. So they're going to run that organization again right into the ground. Uh, we're going to watch a couple of years of a decent Joe Burrow go by the wayside, and then you know you you how many great players 
really, really good players have wanted the hell out of that franchise. They just, it just it's it's a it's a sinkhole. I said it the day that I left that city in 1999, and I I received all kinds of hate mail because of it. When I was on the air down there, one of my last comments when I left down there was, "This franchise, as long as Mike Brown or the Brown family owns it, will never win a championship. Never, because to them, it's all about the money. It's not about winning. It's all about if you win as a byproduct, that's great, but it's they will never win. They will never win." They may look good at times, have a couple of good players. You may do a few fantasy things with them, but but they will never win because they will not be allowed to win because of the ineptitude that runs that team. So uh, 855-830-8648, if you want to chime in. You can also hit me up on Twitter. A lot of uh, comments coming in over on Twitter as well, at Bill underscore Michaels. Follow me there, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, 105.7 FM, The Fang says Breeze is approaching the level of Peyton Manning's final season in Denver. I don't think he's there yet, but I would agree that for when Peyton Manning's final season was there, Peyton Manning had lost his legs. It's just like you wake up one day and everything you used to do at, at a certain speed is gone. It's just I, I can't explain it. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers is listening to the program or if a quarterback that is out there listening to the program gets it, let me know and try to explain it. But it is just – you just – it's kind of like when you wake up in the morning and want to go work out and you got dead legs. It, it's just it's just there. You just don't have that ability to do what you used to do. 855-830-8648. Give us a shout again, 855-830-8648. When we come back, RJ Choppy, morning show co-host of 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas, going to be joining us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official – Beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And uh, don't forget, uh, we got uh, Ross Uglum and uh, Andy Herman, uh, the Pack-A-Day podcast. Uh, they're going to be joining us on the huddle coming up on Thursday night. PackerReport.com. PackerReport.com. They're going to be coming up on Thursday night, part of the huddle. And the huddle is also brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com. So look forward to that. 6 to 8 coming up this Thursday night. We'll talk with RJ Choppy, morning show co-host of 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas. We'll talk with him about Dak Prescott and the uh, the unfortunate snapping of the ankle. In addition to that, we'll talk with him about our old buddy, Mike McCarthy, and where that franchise is right now. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Our friends at the Epoxy Flooring Done Right Company say you've been calling in uh, record numbers, which is great. And you're discovering that uh, not only is it a great finish, has a great warranty, uh, lifetime warranty, but they're great to deal with as well. From Green Bay to Racine, everywhere in between, if you need an epoxy floor, polyurea coatings, if you're a homeowner, business owner for, say, a showroom or industrial, they can do it all. And, again, they warranty it for life. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Com. To talk more about what's going on down in Big D, down in Dallas, R.J. Choppy, morning show co-host on 105.3 The Fan. Down there, you can get a, him, a hold of him on Twitter at R.J. Choppy. And uh, R.J. now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. R.J., how you doing? 
I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Our team's playing pretty well, and uh, obviously uh, the Packers are off to a fast start. But, uh, you know, the uh, the tragic situation down there in Dallas with uh, Dak Prescott and the ankles. So uh, I guess on one hand uh, the pickup of Andy Dalton was pretty solid uh, because he can at least be a quarterback that's been there and has gotten to the postseason. But what does this mean to the franchise, and, and what does this mean for Dak's future, do you think? You know, I don't think it changes Dak's future uh, all that much. Uh, they, they expect him to make a, a, a full recovery and, and, and be back. So I don't, I don't think it changes his future with the team uh, long term. He's, he's still going to either get a franchise tag next year or get a new deal. Uh, so from, from that regard, I think it's, everything stays the same. In terms of the team, you know, now you got a big difference because now you go from having a quarterback who is on the rise and, uh, you know, it was, was really, really good last year. And then this year has been on a kind of a record pace. And, and now you go back and, and you go to Andy Dalton, who, you know, had a good start to his career. But as the team got worse because his contract went up, you know, so did he. And, uh, you know, Andy's a good player, but he's not a great player. Uh, he's he's at, at best probably league average. And that's uh, just a, just kind of a, a contrast from from where this team was. So. You know, short-term, it changes a lot. Long-term, I don't think it changes much at all. So tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy at this point and how he's been, how he's been to deal with, uh, how the reception has been down there. Obviously, people not happy with the start of the team as far as wins and losses go. You know, it's uh, it's a little different than we expected. We thought, you know, coming in, oh, man, huge change from Jason Garrett. Uh, you know, it's going to be – uh, a real coach and, and, and not a whole lot of mistakes. And, and there's been a lot of mistakes and, and, and a lot of mental errors. And it's a lot of the same. And we're kind of, I don't want to say we're disappointed in the start because it's tough with, with no off season, but it hasn't been uh, as crisp as we had hoped for, you know, coming in and you wonder, you know, and we've had this discussion on the air because, you know, all we heard about was the Mike McCarthy project. He became analytical and did this and that. And, and we're wondering, you know, how much of that was, you know, kind of just fluff to get a job and, and, and how much of, of his success in Green Bay was due, you know, to some guy named Aaron, um, you know, so that was, a, or, or Brett. So like, those are some questions that we've had. So it hasn't been as smooth of a transition, but again, you know, this was a COVID off season. There was no off season workouts. Uh, there was no OTAs. There was no mini camp. There was no preseason. So how much of that do we have to, to weigh in? And, and those are kind of questions that we're wrestling with. So does he get a pass? I mean, let's just say the season obviously – let's just say the season doesn't go the way you hoped. And, and maybe you do get into the postseason, but it ends very quickly. Or you don't get into the postseason at all. Do you get – does he get a pass because of the fact that new coach, new system, but not really an off season? now he's got a full off season to kind of deal with things? Or is the, the pressure squarely on and, and people are extremely upset? Well, he gets a pass because they don't have the quarterback. Uh, I, I don't care who you are. If you don't have a quarterback, you're not you're not going to do anything. And uh, you know, like it, this is a quarterback league. So I mean, from my vantage point, the moment Dak Prescott went down for the year, this season's wasted. It's over. Got no chance to win a title. Uh, it's done. So yeah, he gets a uh, he totally gets passed for me. I, I I put everything on the quarterback um, for the most part. So. It um, yeah, I don't I don't think that Mike McCarthy is going to be judged uh, based on this year, just just on the simple fact that we don't have Dak anymore. 
Um, with uh, Now, contractually, how much is coming up next year? Who are we looking at as far as free agents go? And I haven't really delved too deep into this, but I know that they've got some monetary decisions to make, obviously, with Dak and then what they're going to do to put pieces around him. Plus, defensively speaking, uh, it has not been a stellar performance out of that side of the football this year either. Well, I mean, they've got most of their guys locked up. Uh, you know, Jalen Smith, Zeke, uh, Dak's obviously the, the big one, but that's franchise tag. Uh, all their receivers are locked up. Um, you know, their, 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 their secondary is either very, very young or not any good. So, I mean, they don't have a ton of big name free agents. This team, their, their issue is, is that they're very top heavy in their contracts. And, and, and if you look at this team's uh, their salary cap, you know, the top 10 or so players cap wise make up almost 70% of their salary. And, and that, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you go back and I've done a study on this, if you go back through the history of the salary cap teams that allocate more than about 60% of their salary cap to 10 guys average a five win season. Well, this team's got almost 70% locked in their top 10 guys. So uh, it, they've got they've got a lot of uh, a lot of guys locked in long term. Not a ton of guys coming up, but that also means that they they're going to have to go bargain shop. Yeah, I uh, I was I always preach when you pay quarterbacks big amounts of money. Of quarterbacks uh, since I think it was Steve Young uh, was the last time a quarterback that made more than thirteen percent of the team's total salary cap has won a Super Bowl. And and that I mean you talk about guys that get paid like Joe Flacco got paid and then after that didn't go back you got uh, you know numerous I mean Aaron Rodgers obviously got paid hasn't gone back you look at a lot of the big names when they were making big money they didn't go back to Super Bowls it was when they were young and or when they weren't making a ton of money is when they ended up getting into getting into Super Bowls because you could spread that money around uh, and so Dak Prescott going back to him he turned down a five year contract offer does that I mean, I know Jerry Jones talked about taking care of him. Does that go back onto the table when he comes back? Do they try to reiterate that? Because this is going to be a year you would assume that the salary cap is either going to remain the same or go down next year. You know, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I, I think they're going to franchise him again, um, only because I don't think Dak's going to take the the five years. He, he wants four. Um, he, that, that's kind of the going rate for quarterbacks. And uh, you know, Dak's main goal really is to become a free agent when that new TV money comes in. And uh, that, that, that's kind of why he wanted the four years. Well, now that it's going to be two years down the road, how does that change Dak's thought process uh, by the time that he gets that contract? I, I think the Cowboys would like to offer it to him again. Uh, certainly now because Mahomes and Watson made that contract offer almost obsolete because, you know, you know, obviously Mahomes got 45 a year, but Watson got 40. And Dak views himself in the same – regardless to Sean. So he's going to want the $40 million. So, you know, I, I think the Cowboys would like to offer him five for 175 or whatever. And, and, and that would be a bargain, but you know, if you're Dak Prescott, they can franchise you next year and you're going to get paid 38. So why would he take the 35 a year when he get 38 and then, you know, get money on the back end? He'd be betting on himself again with an un- another injury risk, but he has shown that he's not scared of that. And, and he's willing to take that chance. Talking with R.J. Choppy, morning show co-host on 105.3, uh, the uh, fan down in Dallas. So uh, the next question I have regarding Dak would be, Does where where do you think he ranks in the echelon of quarterbacks when it comes to talent? He wants to put himself up there monetarily as one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league, 
you look at the league, and I mean, every year somebody's going to have a higher, you know, have a higher contract. But where does he feel that he sits, or where do you feel that he sits in the echelon of quarterback talent? Uh, you know, over the next five years, I mean, right now, you know, he's this year anywhere from five to eight, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and over the next five years, when 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 Breeze and and Rogers and, and Brady uh, and all those guys are gone. And Russell Wilson over the next five years is, is getting up there in age. You know, now obviously you got a factor and other people are going to come ahead of him uh, from, from the back end who are, who are younger. But I think he's in that, you know, five to eight range. Uh, if you if you want to put him four, great. If you want to put him nine, cool, whatever. Uh, but I, I think that's where he is, he's a top 10 quarterback. And I think you can win with a top 10 quarterback. Uh, you know, you got you to gotta manage your roster well. Um, I, I actually think. <laughs> I have – I'm actually the unique – I think quarterbacks are underpaid. Everybody else is overpaid uh, on the team. I, I would I would give quarterbacks more money and everybody else less. I think it is that important. But I think the Dak is is in that five to eight range right now. Uh, now, again, we don't know what he's going to be when he returns. Assuming he returns 100%. Uh, but mm-hmm. is his game going to be the same? Is he going to run as much? Uh, is he going to have lingering mobility issues? What's going to happen? Um, does he, or do you feel that when he comes back now, I, they've got some big, big numbers with some of these other receivers and some of these other players, like you had mentioned, um, one, the, can they get out of these contracts say in the next couple of years? I mean, if, if Dak, they decide to pay Dak this ton of money and give it to him and do they get out of these contracts in the coming years to where they can start fortifying it with some, I'm not saying high end, but maybe more, maybe mid-level free agents. Yeah, they can get out of like the, uh, the Amari Cooper deal. Um, and, okay. and that's maybe one of the reasons why they drafted, they drafted um, C.D. Lamb. They can get out of the Amari deal. Uh, they don't have to pay Michael Gallup. In, uh, he'll be a free agent after next year. Uh, Jalen Smith will have some time left. Zach Martin, Tyron Smith will have some time left. Zeke they can get out of after next year, I think. So they've got some wiggle room to be able to get out of these, these contracts. Uh, but – you know, they're going to be in a situation where they're going to have to kind of bargain shop for the next 18 months. Uh, that's just kind of the nature of, of, of their cap situation. The one thing the Cowboys like, and that's the reason they wanted Dak to take five years, the Cowboys like a five-year deal or more so they can spread that money out. A lot of teams go for four-year deals. Cowboys don't really want that. The Cowboys are, are a uh, – they like the five-year uh, deal for, for players just so they can spread that money out and and they restructure a lot, and they will push that down the road because they know every year it's going to go up about $10 million or so. Uh, what is Now, what is his timetable? I know that he's had surgery and he's gone home, but what is his timetable for return or physical action or what have you? We had, uh, we had Jerry Jones on today on my show, and, um, and he's, he's thinking April, uh, somewhere in that March to May area uh, where, where he'll be you know good to go, but – you know, you figure two months in a walk, assuming there's no issues, right? Like there's no mm-hmm. infection or 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 they, the surgery was screwed up. Uh, so assuming everything went well, two months in a boot, then you can start your rehab. So he'll be back doing workouts by the time the playoffs roll around, and 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 he'll probably be back at you know doing some kind of really you know, heavy drills and, and speed work. You know, Super Bowl time just after that. So they hope to have a real firm answer on, on where he's going to be next year by the time free agency and the draft rolls around if they have to make any adjustments. 
Great stuff. Appreciate the time. Best of luck down there, and enjoy dealing with Mike McCarthy because he he can be a great guy and he can be a surly guy. So God knows we know that up here. <laughs> yeah, we we talk to him every Friday. So far, so good. So we'll see. No, he's 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 really kind of a cool cat, and there's a lot of things away from the field that he really likes to chat about. He's an interesting guy. It just uh, he's a lot happier where things go right, like any head coach. So good stuff, RJ. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Anytime. All right, buddy, uh, RJ Choppy, morning show co-host on 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas. And he joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Hey, the uh, friends over at the Van Horn Automotive Group, they want to buy your car. And if you're looking uh, to sell, whether it's cross-brand selling from Ferrari to Geo Metro, it's never been worth more. No gimmicks, no pressure uh, to buy or trade. Look, if you want to sell it, just go sell it. You can stop in. They will give you the uh, Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. And if you don't want to, you know, sell it and maybe you want to buy something or trade it in, they want to take care of you there as well. But they can do it all for you. So there's no reason to go out and have people knocking on your door and processing titles and plate registries and everything. All you got to do is check out our friends at uh, Van Horn Automotive Group. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's Van Horn Auto. They're family-born and employee-owned. They can also do your service appointments right there online. But if you're looking for to, to buy new, to buy used, to buy a domestic, to buy an import, one of the big three, four models right here in the States, or you're looking for something outside, whatever it happens to be, they've got all kinds of vehicles, including high-end performance vehicles. You can click on that link on their website. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. Do what I did. I, I bought four vehicles from them now and have enjoyed the experience each and every time. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Again, VanHornAuto.com. Coming up, we got more little DAC discussion. Going to hear from Mike Clemens, uh, some updates from Green Bay as well. we got more of that coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers worked out inside the Hudson Center. Not practicing was defensive back Kevin King and halfback and returner Tyler Irvin. We spoke to middle linebacker Chris Barnes, the rookie out of UCLA, who talked about what he learned facing Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan last week. It's good to be able to go against that, to be able to grow real fast and pick up on, you know, what he's doing or what he might be telling his offense. So for me, as a Mike, I got to be able to respond and, you know, make our checks based off what he's doing. So um, I feel like I did a pretty good job. Still have a lot to grow on, like, I, like I've said. You know, it's, it's great to be able to go against Matt Ryan and these great quarterbacks like that each and every week. This week, the Packers face Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, led by head coach Bruce Arians and his staff, Matt LaFleur. With Tampa Bay coming up, I mean, they're, they're as good as any team I, I feel in the league. Got great coaches that have had proven success. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. It's like moms making the meals a quick trip. They're putting them all together, packaging them up, sending them out to the stores, and it's it's just really good. It's pork chops and beef stroganoff and fettuccine with chicken and all kinds of good stuff. But stop in. Try it. They're all new. They're in the case. All you got to do is peel the top, uh, take them home, heat them up. You are good to go. Stop in the Quick Trip. Use your Quick Rewards card. That's our friends over at Quick Trip. They have got you covered. That's simple. Coming up here in the remainder of the program, uh, we're going to talk about the rookie wide receiver cra- uh, class, and it looks good. It looks good. And uh, you've got some guys that are up there. We'll talk more about that. Also in the next half hour, 
At the bottom of the next hour, we're going to talk with Mike McGivern, high school insider for our flagship station out of Milwaukee, and about the effect not only of some of the sports that have had issues, like football, uh, baseball has shown a lack uh, of growth when it comes to um, youth sports. Soccer has grown exponentially. But uh, I want to talk with Mike a little bit about what COVID has meant to, you know, high school juniors and seniors, the recruiting aspect of things, and what the ramifications are going to be with football, what the ramifications are going to be with baseball down the line. Because eventually, uh, with baseball becoming more international uh, and not as homegrown here in our own backyard, we're going to talk a lot about that coming up here in just a little bit, about 25, 35 minutes away, I should say, uh, from from that, but I, look, if you've got high school kids or you got kids that play sports, uh, this might be of interest because yeah, I do want to get into this. Because w- one of the things we are not considering throughout this pandemic is what's going on with our youth sports. Uh, I was telling you, I was out over a, a game over the weekend, uh, uh, you know, p- kind of a pee wee football, pop Warner football game over the weekend, which you know, was great. It was great to go see. It was great to witness. Uh, but there is uh, a concern about, one, the quality, because there's only so many kids playing. It, the, the, the depth in football, the depth in baseball is not there. It's not what it once was. We're going to talk about that coming up here at the bottom of the next hour, so stay tuned. And then about an hour and ten minutes from now, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. We'll talk with him about the return of some of the players who have been out due to injury and what this could mean for the Green Bay Packers and their roster and uh, just the betterment of their roster, for that matter. Stay tuned we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show on a really good Tuesday. Enjoying it today. Got more coming up right after this. to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.